Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. So we're starting 2 Samuel today with chapter 1. After the death of Saul, David returned from striking down the Amalekites and stayed in Ziklag for two days. On the third day, a man arrived from Saul's camp with his clothes torn and dust on his head. When he came to David, he fell to the ground to pay him honor. Where have you come from? David asked him. He answered, I have escaped from the Israelite camp. What happened? David asked. Tell me. The men fled from the battle, he replied. Many of them fell and died, and Saul and his son Jonathan are dead. Then David said to the young man who brought him the report, How do you know that Saul and his son Jonathan are dead? I happened to be on Mount Gilboa, the man said, and there was Saul leaning on his spear with the chariots and their drivers in hot pursuit. When he turned around and saw me, he called out to me, and I said, What can I do for you? He asked me, Who are you? An Amalekite, I answered. Then he said to me, Stand here by me and kill me. I'm in the throes of death, but I'm still alive. So I stood beside him and killed him, because I knew that after he had fallen, he could not survive. And I took the crown that was on his head and the band on his arm and have brought them here to my Lord. Then David and all the men with him took hold of their clothes and tore them. They mourned and wept and fasted until evening for Saul and for his son Jonathan and for the army of the Lord and for the nation of Israel, because they had fallen by the sword. David said to the young man who brought him the report, Where are you from? I am the son of a foreigner, an Amalekite, he answered. David asked him, Why weren't you afraid to lift your hand to destroy the Lord's anointed? Then David called one of his men and said, Go strike him down. So he struck him down, and he died. For David had said to him, Your blood be on your own head. Your own mouth testified against you when you said, I killed the Lord's anointed. David took up this lament concerning Saul and his son Jonathan, and he ordered that the people of Judah be taught this lament of the bow, as it's written in the book of Jasher. A gazelle lies slain on your heights, Israel, how the mighty have fallen. Tell it not in Gath, proclaim it not in the streets of Ashkelon, lest the daughters of the Philistines be glad, lest the daughters of the uncircumcised rejoice. Mountains of Gilboa, may you have neither dew nor rain. May no showers fall on your terraced fields. For there the shield of the mighty was despised, the shield of Saul no longer rubbed with oil. From the blood of the slain, from the flesh of the mighty, the bow of Jonathan did not turn back. The sword of Saul did not return unsatisfied. Saul and Jonathan, in life they were loved and admired, and in death they were not parted. They were swifter than eagles. They were stronger than lions. Daughters of Israel, weep for Saul who clothed you in scarlet and finery, who adorned you in garments with ornaments of gold. How the mighty have fallen in battle. Jonathan lies slain on your heights. 
I grieve for you, Jonathan, my brother. You were very dear to me. Your love for me was wonderful, more wonderful than that of women. How the mighty have fallen, the weapons of war have perished. And so this is a, a sad start to the book of Second Samuel. Uh, David's freshly returned from a battle where he was uh, defeating the Amalekites, and uh, he gets word that um, Saul has died. And so David is um, returning. He's in Ziklag. And um, a young man comes to him with a report that Saul had died. And so David says, how do you know Saul died? Saul and his uh, son Jonathan died. And the young man says, I happened to be on Mount Gilboa. And uh, Saul turned and saw me and called out to me. And so then he goes on to say that Saul says, who are you? And the man says, I'm an Amalekite. Remember, David just came back from defeating the Amalekites, so they were not uh, friends of Israel. Anyway, he said, I'm an Amalekite, and Saul said to me, stand here and kill me. I'm in the throes of death, but I'm still alive. Now, this this story uh, that Saul was still alive conflicts with uh, chapter 31 of 1 Samuel, where his armor bearer says he saw him dead, that Saul had um, killed himself and he was dead. So we don't know whether the Amalekite is telling the truth or the armor bearer was telling the truth, whatever happened in 1 Samuel chapter 31. My own personal opinion is this Amalekite was lying, that he was trying to gain favor with David. So um, he tells him, I, I killed Saul and I took the crown that was on his head and the band on his arm and I brought them here to my Lord. So I think he was trying to to make some uh, mileage out of the death of Saul and make a big friend out of um, David, a very powerful friend out of David. But David and all the men were not happy about Saul's death. They they tore their clothes. They went into mourning. They mourned. They wept. They fasted until evening. Um, in David's case, probably especially for his best friend, Jonathan, but also for Saul, the way things had turned out, he was not pleased. And so David um, uh, calls the Amalekite to him again and says, why weren't you afraid to kill Saul. You destroyed the Lord's anointed. And so he had him executed. Now, I think this lends credence to my opinion that the man was lying, that he was just um, uh, trying to to use Saul's death to his own advantage. I don't know that he actually killed Saul, but he may have. We don't know. The two um, stories are not reconciled in print for us. So you're entitled to your own opinion. But whatever the case, David was not overjoyed that Saul was dead. And he composed uh, what the Bible calls a lament. Now, a lamentation is a funeral dirge. And so this was to be sung in honor of Saul and Jonathan at their funeral. But there's an entire book of lamentations or funeral dirges in the, in the Bible, the Lamentations of Jeremiah. But in this case, David writes this beautiful song of um, memorializing Jonathan and um, Saul, and he calls it the Lament of the Bow. Jonathan was a noteworthy bowman, and uh, he calls it the Lamentation or the Lament of the Bow. And so I'll just read part of it, verse uh, 22. From the blood of the slain, from the flesh of the mighty, the bow of Jonathan did not turn back. The sword of Saul did not return unsatisfied. Saul and Jonathan, in life they were loved and admired. Now note that. Saul, who had become insane, David refers to as loved and admired. And in death they were not parted. 
They were swifter than eagles. They were stronger than lions. Daughters of Israel, weep for Saul, who clothed you with scarlet and finery, who adorned you with garments, with ornaments of gold. How the mighty have fallen in battle. Jonathan lies slain on your heights. I grieve for you, Jonathan, my brother. You were very dear to me. Your love for me was wonderful, more wonderful than that of women. How the mighty have fallen, the weapons of war have perished. And so a very tender uh, lament, a very tender memorial song for both Saul and Jonathan. David could have easily um, sang good things about his friend, Jonathan, but he included Saul. And to me, it indicates David's generosity of spirit that um, at Saul's death, he didn't rejoice, but he was sad things had turned out the way they had. And then the loss of Jonathan just compounded um, his his misery and his sadness over the way uh, things had happened. I have to say that um, Saul made his choices, and they were not good choices. But David wasn't pleased when he was told of Saul's death, once again indicating David's character. You know, David wanted to see the redemptive purposes of God take effect in Saul's life and to see him repent and turn back. There was no victory in this death. And so, Lord, we recognize in our lives that sometimes there are friends and family members whose lives are on a bad trajectory. Lord, um, their death is never a victory. And we ask you, Lord, to intercede now while they're still alive. Cause, um, Cause those that we recognize that are on the wrong path to turn back, to turn toward you, Lord, um, to seek your mercy, your forgiveness, your grace. Lord, we ask you to give them grace and empower them to repent and turn before it's too late. Lord, um, uh, the Bible says you take no pleasure in the death of the wicked. Lord, I'm sure you took no pleasure in the death of Saul, but neither did David. May our hearts be like David's heart was when his um, his heart was was saddened by the loss of Saul. May our hearts grieve for the things you grieve over as well and those that you grieve over. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.